Welcome to The Abundance Journey, the show that helps spiritual entrepreneurs create an abundance mindset that accelerates revenue. Secretly, everything you experience in your life is actually abundance. Once you understand how to activate abundance, you find yourself in flow with your business and clients, so it's easy to create the revenue you want. The Abundance Journey is the only show that activates abundance for you, so you enjoy rapid results in your business. Here's your host, the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine Starling. You know, many people don't realize that you can build your own health and strength with special mindfulness and meditation practices. That's why I am so excited to chat with Holly McNeil. She's an accomplished architect with 26 years of experience managing global hospital projects with budgets up to a billion dollars. Well, Holly found that while she loved her work, it would be kind of stressful at times. So she developed a profound passion for mindfulness meditation. For two decades, Holly embarked on a soul-searching journey, spanning various corners of the country, immersing herself in the modalities of neuroscience, psychology, spirituality, and delving deep into Buddhism. This fusion of architectural prowess and transpersonal exploration inspired by the ancient teachings and modern thought leaders that she encountered ultimately led Holly to create the Per Love Formula, P-E-R-L-O-V-E, Per Love Formula. This is a groundbreaking set of mindfulness and meditation practices that are meticulously designed to empower individuals in overcoming unhealthy thoughts and emotions in today's world. So Holly is just so adept and charismatic. She shares her unique expertise and transformative approach as a compelling speaker, teacher, and coach in the field of holistic healing. I am so stoked to have you here today, Holly. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you, Elaine. I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for this opportunity to to come on. You're amazing. I did listen to uh, some of your podcasts before this, and I just love the energy, and I'm just so excited to be here. So thank you. That is great. And I'm thrilled to have you here because you are building health in a new, unique and different way. And it's, it's perfect timing. I think so many people are wrestling with what's going on in the world and their role and what they can do to really make a difference. And ironically, the most important thing to do is to control yourself and your own energy and your own mindset, because when you fill yourself and then you overflow with love and joy and peace and tranquility, everybody right. else gets to benefit. But it's not an outside in, it's an inside out. That's right. And that's that's where right. You're coming from. Yeah, mind training matters. And we should have been taught this stuff early on in life. Cause I actually, you know, during my career, which was amazing, you know, I hit a really super low point on my in my personal life. My career was kind of holding me up. And so I just, I made this vow at age 34. It's like God, life, Buddha, the universe, the divine, anyone out there listening, help me and I'll do better. Give me another chance and I'll change. And I was given that second chance with my karmic debt in tow. I went out on this 20 year journey, but at first I had no idea what I was looking for, right? I was, I was stuck. I was lost, but I put that intention out there as you are about to talk about. (laughs) You're setting me up beautifully. Thank you for that. (laughs) Yeah. So I love what you were saying because they always talk about um, 
oh shoot, was it Stephen Drucker who said, begin with the end in mind? And that is such a true statement. I always teach my clients to start with the intention. The intention mm -hmm. is how you want to feel and what you want to create mm -hmm. and experience together. So yeah. we are creating this energy. It always shows up as an energy of feeling first, and then it yep. manifests in the real world as physical, right. tangible stuff and physical right. health too. That's so, right. You don't even have to know how to get there. No. Right? You, in fact, most times you don't know how to get there. And people are afraid, if I don't know how to get there, how am I going to get there? You just have to put that intention out there, believe it's possible, and watch for what shows up. Amazing. Absolutely. It is amazing. And it's really interesting. Science is starting to catch up. It is. But psychologists realize there's something they call priming, which is where if you read a set of words that are empowering before you take a test, you do better mm -hmm. versus if you read disempowering words and you take the test, you do really worse. So we know we can activate the unconscious mind and it's almost like mm -hmm. turning on the peripheral vision. So there yeah. are things in the world that normally you just don't pay attention to because it's so That's minor, right. seemingly minor. Right. <laughs> and once you activate that unconscious mind so it can filter through and gather what you want, using an intention empowers your unconscious mind to really work on your behalf. So it's incredibly yeah. powerful to do this. Yeah, yeah, that's that. Oh, you go ahead. We no, have, we have I, so much to talk about, but you I go know, ahead. <laughs> I know. I, I have the feeling we're going to have a very long conversation. But um, no, the thing I just wanted to tell people, I have a very specific structure for the intention that I use. I always start with in love and light, because to me, that is acknowledging that the God of your understanding is an active participant in supporting this intention and helping to make it happen. Like we were saying, you don't have to know all the details. Then we state the intention. It's almost like you're typing an address into your GPS system. You don't know exactly how to get where you want to go. You just know this is where I want to go. Begin with the end of mind. This is the end. Here's where we're going. And then the divine is like, okay, that's where you want to go. And I always say thank you at the end. And at the very end, I say it is done as a reminder to us, the human beings involved, that we've done our part just by being very clear. This is what we want. Here's how we want to feel. This is what we're creating. Okay, we did our part. You're up, divine. Bring it on. Bring it on. I love it. And then after I share the intention, we're going to hold it in complete silence for 78 seconds. It will feel like an eternity because the latest research says that human beings have the attention span that is shorter than a goldfish now. We are so used to fast cuts on television and all the rapid thoughts that are going through our minds. We aren't focused. And so the divine thinks, they don't really know what they want. When you hold that intention for 78 seconds, the divine goes, aha, they're serious about this one. Okay, we'll make that happen. So it can be a little challenging to hold that energy, hold that space for 78 seconds. Just tune into your body. It's actually a great big antenna and you will feel sensations. You might feel tingling or heat or cold. Notice what's happening in your body. Notice stray thoughts that show up. One of the things I like to do is sometimes I'll take a brief phrase or even a couple of words out of the intention that really speaks to me 
And I'll just hold that in my heart and keep thinking those same words over and over again. And that gets me through the 78 seconds because it's hard for human beings to focus that long. It really is. And it makes a huge difference. You are going to see how everything starts to manifest in alignment with this intention through the course of this dialogue. So any other questions, any comments before we get going, Holly? Ah, I love uh, so much of what you said is like, yep, that's right on. Yep, that's right. <laughs> I, I, and I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Because when we get started, well, here, I, I have a practice and it's one minute, six times a day. And one minute, even 60 seconds, I'm like, did I set the timer? Is it wrong? <laughs> right. I'm with you. Okay. I'm with you. Let's do it. Okay. So let's play with this. This is not something to get all angsty and worried about. This is light and fun and easy. You are playing with the divine. It's They love to be playful with you and they love to help you. They love to help you create what you want. So here's our intention. In love and light, we hold the intention that we release all limiting beliefs and thoughts to the divine, replacing them with divine mindfulness that enriches and nourishes our bodies, hearts, and minds. Thank you, divine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It is done. We give thanks, and so it is. Wow, that was so cool. I was feeling tingling in my thighs and my hips, and I felt this lightness, this kind of effervescence, this uh, delight and excitement about what's to come. What was your experience like, Holly? You know, I've really worked on growing my awareness and creating space. And the more that you do that, I, whenever I go into meditation, especially with these kind of intentions, I just feel it, just, just feel it expanding, you know, and, and the possibility and the fact that you said that, you know, that science is catching up, right? It's so interesting because, well, per love, right, it's got two parts. And um, first is pledge, evaluate, recognize, which is the more cerebral part, the training of the mind. And love is locate, open, vest, and expand, which is the more spiritual part, which is where I started, you know. So, so like I was saying, when I was at 34, when I was really stuck, I started on a more kind of spiritual journey. But it wasn't until, like you said, the science is catching up 
that it all came together. And that's why I say it's from ancient teachings to modern day thought leaders, because there's neuroscience and there's psychology that's really pulling this all together. So, so as I said, per pledge, evaluate, recognize is the cerebral part where we first train the mind to grow that awareness. We pay attention and then love is locate, open, best, and expand, expanding beyond our conditioned limits. Right. But what I've really found and what I teach most often is that herb, because it seems to be the missing link between being stuck and finding that expansiveness. It's, that is it's really uh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I and, love what you're doing. And I, I hear the passion in your voice and your your dedication is just through the roof. Why are you so passionate about this? Why is it so important that people understand this and learn how to master it themselves? I'm so glad you asked me that question because because like at age 34 I was so lost, but and 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 then I made that vow, right? Help me and I'll do better. So with my karmic debt and toe up, the first thing it did was catapult to me. It wasn't easy, right? It catapulted me out of a mutually manipulative and controlling marriage and into an eight-year battle for my kids and to try to prevent my alienation from my kids. And so life shows you in everything that shows up what you need to set yourself free. But in making that intention and keeping it, I tripped upon this amazing path, right? Things started showing up, books, conversations on the street. I would have a question when I was reading, and the very next thing I read was the answer. I should have wrote these things down. It was so amazing. And when I was done with that book, another one showed up. And for the first 10 years, I didn't really even know what I was looking for. But once I did, starting about 2009, I realized something's coming together here. I didn't know what it was, but I put two further intentions out to the world. The first was to retire from, from architecture uh, before I turned 50. And, and like, like it says in my bio, I was set to be the managing principal for a large firm in San, in San Francisco. as an associate principal managing projects in Mecca, Saudi Arabia, and Stanford. But I had put these intentions out because, because this was what I really wanted to do. Whatever, I mean, I, this, this daily thing showing up every day to, show, to get me from stuck to, you know, expansiveness was amazing. And yeah. so, so, I, so I put those two intentions out. Oh, that was the first one was to retire before I turned 50. And the second was to have the time and space to write about what I thought I knew back then. So as intentions go, I retired two days before I turned 50. And in 2017, I sat down to write, but it wouldn't be until I printed out a, a book proposal for um, Hay House, where we were all sequestered in our homes during the COVID pandemic that I looked over at the, at the pages and it just showed up. It was like a light, it was like a veil lifted. You know, I had had these kind of steps, kind of, I call them waking monologues throughout the book. And it was like, I, I could see it. I could see this circuitous path that I'd just taken for 20 years. I could see a clear path. It was amazing. It was the divine, right? It was mind blowing. You have such a good point that you're making here because so often, people are trying so hard to accomplish something and they're they're all over the map you know they're they're right. going in circles they're going up and down right. the steep hills that they really didn't need to climb to begin with if only they'd known right and right. and your determination to help people understand the direct yeah. path that's to get right. where you want to go instead mm -hmm. of wasting a lot of time and anguish and frustration when you actually have so much to share with the world, 
And stripping away all of that unnecessary stuff, allowing you to truly go within, that makes right. all, all the difference in the world. It, it's you're more efficient, you're more effective, and frankly, mm-hmm. you're going to love your life. So it is. how can it get even better than this? Yeah, it, it is amazing. And what I loved about it mostly is that throughout everything, through the, throughout the Buddhism, throughout the psychology, the neuroscience, they all pointed back to a few simple truths, right? We are not our thoughts, emotions, and feelings, what I call our TEF. We are not our TEF. We are so much more than that, right? And, and thoughts alone are powerless. And if we, if we learn, if we don't engage with them, right, they, they have, it's like a wave in the ocean. It'll come up and back down. And, and, and so when you think we have, we each have 6,000 to 70,000 thoughts a day, 80% are negative, 95% repeat. And over time, this creates our habits, our patterns. And, and, and as you so beautifully said, most of this goes on below our level of awareness. Yes. The, the human brain can take in 11 million bits of information a second, but our consciousness, our conscious awareness can only process 40 to 50 of those bits. Yeah. So 95. Yeah, it is amazing. And it's like, why don't people, this, it, this is very, there's one course I teach called Simple and Obvious simple and obvious, <laughs> but, but we, it, we, we haven't been, it's not kind of common knowledge, right? So 95% of, go ahead. I, I, I want to interrupt you here because you're setting me up beautifully for my next question. <laughs> it's, it's really funny to me. I, I'm the abundance ambassador. This is the abundance journey. Mm-hmm. No two people define abundance the same way ever. Yeah, so true. before we go too much further, I, I would love to understand from your perspective, given the kind of thing that you teach and practice yourself, how would you define abundance? You know, it, it define abundance is awareness, right? Is it's it's capacity, right? And and, and and at one point in my journey, one of the, like the third book that showed up was Louise Hay, "You Can Be Happy No Matter What" book. And I there was a there was an affirmation. Affirmations are great, by the way, a whole different topic. But that I that I uh, that I repeated over and over as I'm open to the abundance of the universe and I lovingly allow myself to accept it. Yeah. So abundance to me is freedom and capacity that we create by growing our awareness, cre- uh, creating space between us and our thoughts, emotions, and feelings, space for that wisdom, the divine, that power to come through and create our lives in whatever form we'd like, because we do have that capacity. We absolutely, we absolutely do. do. And the thing that's so ironic to me, we're getting downloads all the time, all yes, the time, yes. but we mm-hmm. have these almost like force fields up. We're so distracted. We're mm-hmm. so busy right. that we that's don't, right receive the guidance. That's so right. I love what you're talking about because that mindfulness and meditation mm-hmm. are definitely vital for helping you go back inside and Absolutely. see clearly what's happening. Now, obviously you've worked with lots of different people. I'm wondering if you notice there's kind of a common challenge or a symptom or something where people go, aha, it's time to give Holly a call because I'm at this point. What would be like okay. a common symptom that people yeah. have before they work I, with you? I think the most common symptom, and actually it's why people don't work with people, you know, is that you'll hear something once, but what we need to realize, and when I say if you only hear one thing to if you only hear one thing from me today, it is this. 
If there's anything you want to learn, if there's any pattern you want to create, if there's anything you want to change in your life and you hear something that works, you must do it over and over and over and over and over because all of these 70,000 thoughts that are going on below our subconscious, our conscious awareness, which as you are, are correct, you can become aware of these things. Those things are happening over and over and over. And you know what happens when you do something over and over and over again? Well, it becomes a habit that happens automatically. And one of the things our subconscious mind does is protect its programming. It's kind of this kind of back in the days of the caveman when safety wasn't as big, we had to, it had to protect its programming. And the way it does that is by keeping things the same. So if you hear this, whoever your wonderful listeners are out today, hear this podcast and they go, wow, this is it. I love it and never listen to it again, it will not make, it will be gone, right? It will be lost within the habits, the neural net, you know, the more uh, neuro, uh, neurons that fire together, wire together, creating this heavy neural net that, uh, that we, if we think about consciously or unconsciously, um, think is very real. We identify with it, we identify as it. And that, and that this, this talk will get lost in there, yeah. right? Yeah. Right, so you'll have to listen to it three times to even remember it, eight times, for it to sink in and 21 days to make something a habit. Yeah. It's biggest so thing, interesting. Biggest thing. Yeah. All those limiting beliefs, all those limiting thoughts that we have, they, they are just ingrained because of how much repetition That's right. we've That's done right. to ourselves around That's it. Right. And so Without being our able to yeah. overcome that, it definitely mm -hmm. requires repetition. We're retraining yep. our minds and our attention because mm -hmm. the key thing, and I, I have in my TED talk called um, Abundance is a Choice, mm -hmm. you start with your intention, and then the other key thing is your attention, what you put your focus right. on. That's when you right. focus on all the things that line up with your intention, all the things that are working for you, you develop momentum, and things become easier, and it's more obvious. When you focus on all the things that are not working for you or all the things you don't like in the world, you distract yourself and you go away from fulfilling your intention. That's right. So, that's right. And you're, yeah, go ahead. And you're, and you're reinforcing those things, right? And that's what your, that's what your subconscious mind, your subconscious mind is habit based. So it's going to try to go back. It tries, it works. Things that pop up in your life will work to reinforce those those habits. And so that's why consistency is so important. And, and you're right. One of the great things about focusing on the intention is that uh, if you do that consistently, is that nerve cells that no longer fire together, no longer wire together. And those habits, those old habits and patterns that you don't want anything to do with start to break up on their own if you just stop engaging with them. And so spending time with affirmations or with new intentions or reading or any kind of positive thing is going to help create new neural pathways, right? And new habits uh, that uh, the, the, the subconscious mind is also no questions asked. It doesn't matter if it's bad or good. So if you create new habits, it'll say, okay, here's the new programming. And it starts to do that automatically, which is fabulous. That's where the freedom Absolutely. comes in. Absolutely. Right. Well, you know, one of the things that's so ironic, I've always noticed when I want something in my world to change, yeah. Something has to shift in me first, internally, before yeah. I get to have that experience externally in my real world. Absolutely. What Absolutely. do you notice with all the people that you've worked with on mindfulness and meditation? What has to shift inside before they get to experience the transformation they're looking for? 
Well, one of the biggest things is belief, right? Belief is also a pattern. If you don't believe something can happen, then it can't, right? You are creating your life. If you don't believe it will happen, it can happen, uh, then it can't. It's, it's really interesting because I find that a lot of people don't believe in themselves. Yeah. They have so much self-doubt yeah. that it spills out into their external world and they go, yeah, well, I don't know that that's really going to help me. I don't know that this mindfulness yeah. stuff yeah. is really going to make a difference in my life. And that's the brain putting up those roadblocks. This will never work. Oh, I, I, I don't need to do that again. Right. So this is what I was going to say. It came back to me is that if people learn, this is, a, this is a crucial lesson, right? To look at those things as what, whatever comes up, instead of believing it and, and saying, this is me and identifying with it, saying, what is this trying to tell me? What is this showing me? Right. If you're saying this will never happen. Okay. That's my mind, right? That's my mind doing that. Or, or why you know, a lot of times we want something different in our lives. So I was stuck age 34. I wanted, I wanted better. <laughs> That's what I put out there better. And so it took me, I had to, it, I, I was, it was the lowest point of my self-absorbed anxiety filled, uh, unhappy life. Right. So it took, I had it, those eight years fighting for my children were hell, right? I had to be strong. I had to stand up for them. My, my father's alienated from me. So I knew the low self-worth and I knew the, the, the ramifications that if I didn't fight for them, but in doing that, in, in doing that for eight years, you know, sometimes when you're in the middle of a difficult, difficult situation, you can just think so negatively about your situation, but I wouldn't trade those eight years now for the world, right? Because I learned resilience. I learned strength. And I, I, I took my, my, my spirituality, my mindfulness practice was my safe haven in those moments. Yeah. And so when the biggest, the biggest block is that people, you know, like I'm in this right now, it's like, turn around, look at it and ask you, ask yourself, what is it showing you? It's showing you what you need to set yourself free in one way or the other. That is wonderful. I love that. It's really brilliant and it's so important. Yes. Yeah, we you. need to look at it because everything is a message Telling yep. us to look inside what is going right. on in there and right. what's stuck that's ready to come out. That's just a sign that there's something ready. You're ready to let go of. And that's what that's, we were talking right. about in the intention that we're letting mm -hmm. go of limiting beliefs and thoughts and giving it to the divine. We don't need that anymore. Right. We're replacing right. it with divine mindfulness that enriches and nourishes our bodies, minds, and hearts. Why not? I mean, that's yeah. a choice. It's a it choice, a that choice. We make every day, every that's moment right. of every day. Now, one of the biggest challenges, Holly, I would love a magic wand so you could just go, <laughs> poof, now you're cured. Life is wonderful. Right. It's great. Yeah, Everything's yeah. perfect. I've not found a magic wand yet. I don't know if you have, but I, I haven't mm. had any luck with that. So instead, what would be a baby step? that we could focus on that would show us we're actually making progress and we're going in the right direction. One of the biggest things that people, it helps people to realize is that life is messy. Okay. <laughs> and it is not about being, there's no way you cannot, there's, it's, it's a, you know, the yin and the yang that you cannot be up all the time, right? There, you'll, you'll be up and you'll be down with, with up there is down with right. There's left. You know, there's a balance in the, in, in the world. And so what you want is to be in the middle. They call it the middle way, right? 
you want to not push you want you want you want to to cultivate a mind free free from um, aversion or attachment you don't want to be pulling something towards you or pushing it away because that's what steals your energy right so so a good way a good practice is if something comes up if you can just watch it and just and, and look at it are you pushing it away are you are you are you pulling it towards you right if you can just let it be right and then 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 all that energy life happens in the middle right life happens in the middle but um one practice actually when i when just kind of more less esoteric or, or whatever <laughs> is uh so pledge uh is is pledge to grow your awareness this is simple it's easy it's one minute you pledge one minute six times a day to watch your mind we're all busy you know we're all busy to, in the in, in the busy world we're all distracted and like you said one minute can seem like forever but you practice <laughs> you practice one minute six times a day you take a deep breath and you're just watching right you're not judging you're not pushing away you're not pulling and you do this one minute six times a day for 21 days and guess what starts to happen automatically and you will have created a habit in 21 days of watching your mind that and is that's a the first great step. idea that is a great yeah. idea and you you reminded me of something that david hawkins wrote in his book power versus force where he's talking mm -hmm. about the map of consciousness and all the different mm -hmm. levels of consciousness and he said when you commit to love the mm -hmm. opposite shows up no, oh, yeah. You can't have one or the other. It's duality. <laughs> you get both at the That's same right. time. And the reason for that is because the divine is going back to you and your intention is going, really? Are you serious? Do you really want mm -hmm. that? Are you committed right. to that? Are you going to take action yeah. towards that? Are you putting your attention on what is wanted and what's aligned with that intention? Right. Or are you going to waffle and change your mind? And it's not convenient for me right now, so I'm just not going to do it anymore. No, 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 no. Consistency, right. baby. You know, they're That's looking right. for your commitment and your consistency. It makes a huge difference in the experience that you have when you stay yeah, the it, course with that intention. Right. And if you haven't stayed the course, I mean, there's a moment that that comes up, right? You can either recognize it. Well, first E in pledge, pledge, evaluate your patterns, you know, targets for change, and then recognize them as they come up in your daily life. So there's a moment when it first comes up, Right. You can, before it grabs you and sends you down the rabbit hole in despair or before you're fighting with it and you feel like a dog or in the jaws of a mad dog being tossed this way and that, there's a moment that if you can catch it, right? If you can catch it, right? You say, I see you, right? I see you. I, I accept you. I'm not going to push there. I just fully accept it. And it just dissipates. The power just goes away. Yeah, it does. But, but then the more you practice catching it, the better. But at first, most often, you're going to get caught and dragged down that rabbit hole of despair or, you know, mat, tossed around in the jaws of a mad dog, because that's the patterns and defaults that we've lived by. Yeah, but right. being aware of it and just going, uh oh, here we go again. Right. You know, right. that that stops it. it it's yeah. like yanking the chain and it it's it's stuck at this new space. And then you can start to work with it and shift everything. Right. Well, Holly, That's we right. could go on forever because I'm <laughs> loving this conversation. You very generously offered a free gift to yes. everyone yes. watching and listening. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So I have created uh, an online course called The Lost Formula to Happiness. And it goes through every one of the practices, pledge, evaluate, recognize, locate, open, best, and expand. It's about an hour long. 
So uh, all you need to do is go on, I think I gave you the link or go on yeah. my website, Pro Love Formula, and sign up for my monthly newsletter. It just comes out once a month. And every month I have an insight into one of the practices. And like uh, when, you, when you post this podcast, I'll have links to that and, and, and other information on the expanding practices. But in the welcome email, and actually every month, I have a link to that class. So if any of this was interesting to you, I suggest that you listen to it over and over and over. I believe you can download it and it's only available through this sign up, but it goes through each one. It goes through the teachings behind them as well. Excellent. That is so generous, Holly. I'll make yeah. sure that the link is in the show notes. So it's really easy for everybody to find. Now, one of the things we do that's a little different, we always turn the tables on our guests because we know that when we give, it's when we receive the most. Okay. So what can we do to support you? You know, my biggest intention now is to just get as much, get this out as much as possible. You know, so uh, if, 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 if you'd like this podcast, the more, just the more people can, can, you know, sign up for the newsletter the, and or, or, or join, or follow me on Instagram. But moreover, if you, you know, I'm a public speaker, I just spoke at a mindfulness um uh, expo in Anaheim. And if anyone has a, any small group or online group, and they'd like me to come and talk to them, I, it's, I mean, you know, if, you, if you mention this podcast, I will do it at no cost. Well, I won't travel, but I can do it online at no cost. <laughs> um, just anything I can do to get these simple and basic, and, and this isn't the only path to your freedom. It's just one, but it's backed up by so much wisdom. And it's just really my joy uh, and goal to get it out there. Oh, Holly, you have left me with a number of challenges because I have to pick one of the many, many brilliant things that you had to say today to do the Activate Abundance segment around. And you're not making my life easy, which is a, it's a huge blessing. No, I really appreciate <laughs> this because you offered so many important insights that I don't think people really grasp all the time. So thank you so much for joining me here today. I so appreciate you and everybody stick around because we're going to activate abundance in just a second. Thank you. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. Isn't Holly McNeil amazing? Oh my gosh. Step one, gratitude. I so appreciate getting to chat with dynamic, compelling, insightful people. And Holly walks her talk. She really knows her stuff. And I really appreciated the insights, so many insights. I had a tough time picking just one. But the second thing is acknowledge something you heard that was an aha for you. And it's something that I've heard before, but just as she said, you have to hear something again and again and again. If you aren't actually doing it, you think you know it intellectually, but you want to know it physically. You want to embody it. And that's when you truly know it. So the thing I want to acknowledge is when Holly was talking about how important it is to 
recognize the thought when it comes up, that we have patterns and we can just fall into the old traps, the old behaviors, the old knee-jerk responses to situations that we know it doesn't serve us. It doesn't make us feel good. But in the moment, we're just so distracted and triggered that we just, boom, fall into it. And I appreciate that she said to stop it. Just hold that thought for just a second, long enough to back up and observe what's happening. And I appreciate the difference it can make in my life, step three, because when I can stop that momentum, just suspend it temporarily, I can put my attention on, is this serving me or not? If it's not serving me, I can let it go. It's as easy as giving it to the divine. It's as easy as saying, I don't really need this anymore. I'm ready for something new. And I loved that she got us to just six times a day for one minute at a time, focus on our thoughts, notice our thoughts, and especially notice triggers when they show up. Absolutely brilliant. Step four, activate abundance. We've got three options, how we activate abundance. You can grab your calendar and schedule time to do it. You can create a physical trigger like crossing your fingers or tugging on your earlobe as a reminder that you want to check your thoughts six times a day for a minute at a time. I'm going to use the calendar technique. The third option is to declare it. And that's where working with someone else or having an accountability buddy and actually thinking through what were my thoughts in this one minute segment and sharing notes with each other. I actually have an accountability buddy. We do an email exercise every Monday through Friday. It's my daily celebration where I celebrate what I did the day before and I make a declaration. I celebrate in advance what I'm going to accomplish today. And then life happens and it all changes. And, you know, <laughs> I don't always get everything done. But I send her the email and she writes back raving about what a brilliant job I'm doing on all these different things that I'm working on. And of course, when I get her email, I rave back about how brilliant she is. So it's really fascinating that as when I celebrate, it gets my energy up. And then I'm much more effective in the work that I'm doing. So accountability buddies are great for this particular exercise, since it's so important that I spend one minute, six times a day, looking at my thoughts. I'm going to put it on my calendar. I'm going to have it ping me to remind me, okay, look at those thoughts. That's how I'm going to activate abundance this time. Step five, celebrate your progress. This is incredible that you can transform your life, experience unprecedented freedom just by being mindful, going within, noticing what's showing up for you and developing new habits that serve you. You are so much more powerful than you know. And it all starts inside you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you next time for The Abundance Journey. You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling. Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.